Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I'm Kenneth. And I'm Jerry, where we will be your guide on how to level up in life, be it your finances or your personal development journey. We hope that this can be your daily dose of motivation to help you take charge of your life. I'm sure you'll find today's episode interesting. Let's go. Today's episode is about the importance of good daily habits and how you can set up a system for yourself to make 2021 the year you make them stick. Yeah, so for me, right, it's actually been extremely beneficial to have this mindset, knowing that if you improve yourself 1% every day, compounded every single day, that can actually make you 37 times better at whatever you choose to spend your time in. So this actually motivated me to design my life around habits that get me closer to where I want to be in five years' time. So Kenneth, where do you want to be in five years' time? I'll be mainly doing life coaching for either my own clients or even the friends around me. But at the same time, I also want to be managing my own financial advisory team in five years' time. So Kenneth, why do you mention that you want to be a life coach first? It's been something that I have always dreamed about doing since I was 17, 18 years old. So long story short is basically when I was younger, there were many times I felt very down, very alone. Um, But I also realized that a lot of it was just self, I would say self-created, self-thoughts. So I've seen like over the last couple of three to four years as I conduct my financial advisory practice, as I give some of my clients life advice or even life coaching for some of them, I've actually seen how this can really, really improve their lives and create the life that they've always wanted. So it's something, it's about creating the environment for the people uh, that you want to serve. And this environment would be very important in helping them to set the proper mind frame every single day, which will dictate the things that he, they do on a daily basis. And okay. I think at the end of the day, it's also because most of us, we have a lot of negative influence. Like people will tell you, oh, you can't do this, you shouldn't do this. But I just want to be that guy who will tell them, hey, you know what, no matter how stupid or no matter how ambitious your goals are, you can always try to achieve them. What we really just want to do is to help the people around us and to empower them in such a way where they can achieve their goals year after year. But one thing to know is that other than just looking at the positives, we also need to focus on very pragmatic things as well. Because a lot of people would say that they would want to compound good things, they compound good habits. But the reverse is also true. Bad habits compound negatively as well. So for the same, uh, there was this picture that's circulating around right now that says if you were to improve 1% every day and you compound it for a year, you would have grown by 37 times. But if you were to regress 1% every day and if you were to compound it yet again for another year, you will be at the 3% mark, starting near to ground zero. Yeah, man, I, I really feel you. And more often than not, right, actually our bad habits is just one aspect of our life, which also flow over to other aspects. So for example, if one day I started by just snoozing my alarm clock, there's a good chance I might give myself an excuse not to go to the gym. Like, you know, that kind of feeling, wow, okay, like, I already snooze, I'm already late for the gym, might as well don't go to the gym. Yeah, and this has actually happened many times to me in life. And that's also the reason why all these bad habits go unnoticed is because they normally don't have a negative effect on you immediately. And... I think there's, this reminds me of one quote. Uh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Definitely, Jerry, definitely. And if you were to be intentional on, the, on every single thing that you do, you'll be intentional for everything that you want to do as well. Agreed, agreed. Even for the little daily habits that may be very insignificant. Just curious, right, Jerry, because I know that you do coach uh, quite a number of your clients as well. What is actually one thing that you notice as to why most of them maybe stop doing their good habits or start bad habits? Wow, interesting question. I think one thing for most people, and not that this is some, uh, not that this is wrong, but most people actually seek comfort in the things that they do. 
Okay. Because for example, a lot of people say, hey, they want to have passive income. Right. Because the passive income would be able to give them the lifestyle that they want so that they can really take a, take a back seat and to enjoy the things that they want to do. Okay. But the thing is, right, there is nothing passive about passive income. That's an interesting perspective. Can so you if you were to think more? about it, uh, if you were to have the mindset at the very start that you want to uh, gain passive income to do things very passively, you would already lack the intention of doing massive action for you to take charge of the things that you should do on a daily basis. Okay. Do you get where I'm coming from? I, I get you, I get you, but I'm just afraid that the listeners who are listening may, may find it a bit too too profound. So can you just give me one example of how passive income is actually generated and why having that mindset of just okay lah, just make it passive, then no need to work so hard ma. is not the maybe right way to think about it. Okay. If you were to put it very straightforward, let's say if you want to have uh, 30k per year passive income, for you to achieve that, you need to have $1 million in an in a instrument that provides you with 3% interest. Right. But for you to actually get that $1 million, you would first need to accumulate a lot of money from your active income. Okay. So this is when I was talking about if the person is already intending to live life in a very luxurious lifestyle or rather live life uh, in a very chill and laid back manner, he would never ever have the intention to want to start to accumulate massive active income to put him in that position. I agree, I agree. And that's why, back to what I said, there is nothing passive about passive income. Can I just put an example that I thought would be really relevant? Sure. I think it's a bit like, you know, how some of us want to have passive income. One way to actually generate it nowadays is actually through a YouTube channel or even uh, social media nowadays is able to generate you some form of passive income, correct? Uh-huh, okay. But most of us will think that, oh, just post and then end up having passive income immediately. But the truth of the matter is it does take time and it does take a lot of hard work, right? Yeah. And I think all this hard work goes unnoticed. La. Have you seen the picture of this iceberg where people just see the success, but actually right below it, there's a lot of hard work, patience and all hard that. Hard work, determination, failure, a lot of different things that go through. La. Yeah. But Jerry, coming back, because today's episode is more about habits and not about passive income, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Your, the, the what you mentioned just now was that for most people, they are just seeking comfort. That's why they're not willing to put in the hard work to help them build up that system, build that habit. Am I right to say that? Yeah, you're right. Okay. I, I think at least for myself, what I, I realize is that for many people, right, starting up good habits isn't difficult, but sustaining these good habits is a challenge for most of them. Okay, so it's like if you walk into the gym for the first week of the year, it will be very easy. But after that week, you will start to contemplate about your life decisions. <laughs> yeah, and then and immediately regret setting that New Year resolution to lose weight, right? I don't think it's, it's regret. La. It just goes out of sight, out of mind. Definitely. <laughs> Probably you don't even have any emotions uh, go- going to that. Correct. Yeah, That's why a lot of people were to say this one thing, that consistency is key. It is, it is. Because consistency is the one that propels you forward faster. Okay. If you have a starting point and ending point, for you to finish that 100 meter route, you need to just continue walking. Right. If you just stop there, that there's no progress at all. I agree with that, man. Yeah. That's why most people who actually set out a too ambitious or a uns- goal that is too big for them, it may create things that are unsustainable so that they are unable to achieve the daily things that they need to do because it is just too big and too overwhelming for them. Do you have like one example or, you know, experience to share with the viewer so that, you know, they also have a rough idea what this means to them? 
one of my clients mentioned to me that he wants to earn a hundred. Uh, he wants to save a hundred thousand dollars by the end of this year. I share with him as a matter of fact. Then I asked him, "Hey, Mister So and So, how much are you earning right now?" So do you want to guess how much he's earning right now? Is he earning like the average? Uh, yeah, he's earning about three thousand as a fresh grad. Ask him this one thing: you earn three k a month. If you were to not include your expenses, uh, and if you were to not include CPF, if you can save the full three thousand dollars in a year, you can only save thirty six thousand dollars. Given the fact that you have twenty k in your bank account, lah, so you reach probably halfway. But your goal is hundred k. Okay. From that amount, from fifty six to reach to hundred k, right, is a very big big stretch. Think about it logically. If you don't do any things differently, you wouldn't be able to achieve that goal. Okay. And that is when most people will use logic to justify their own uh, goals that they have set up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And not they work on it. Justify like how did this guy justify? For this person, I'm not gonna name who. <laughs> yeah, then that. But his his justification is that oh, right now COVID also very hard. Uh, let's let's just take it how it goes lah. Then I ask him, oh, is is your goal actually important to you? Okay. Then he say, actually, to be really honest, no lah. You see where I'm coming from. Like I, people, I see it, I see people it. create or tell themselves to have big goals and things like that. But it actually doesn't mean anything to them. I think this is why it's really important to set goals that mean something to, to us. If not, you know, we would just give in or cave in to a lot of distractions or excuses that we can make for ourselves. Yes, and if you were to pack that goal to something emotional to you, you would definitely want to work hard for it. I mean, I, I myself find that a lot of times I, I start a lot of good habits and a lot of my clients also start a lot of good habits. But once we get comfortable with them or hit this survival stage, most of us stop. I, is it true for you as well? Mm, yeah, I guess you can say so. <laughs> yeah, so many of us would set out initially to start a good habit mainly because we are unsatisfied with a certain aspect of our life, correct? Like for some of my clients, maybe they're unsatisfied with their finances. I think you have seen many of your clients who are like that. Mm, uh, definitely. For example, for myself, right, I was actually once unsatisfied with my amount of sales that I was bringing in. Okay. Yeah, so that was when I actually set out you know, a habit of prospecting or meeting people every day just so that I can meet my yearly targets at the end of the day. Mm. But once I reach that point where hey, actually I'm bringing up enough sales on a month-to-month basis, that was when I started to get complacent mm. and started to stop doing what I needed to do to mm. maintain that amount of revenue for my business. Understand. So th- that's the beauty of being self-employed where you are just uh, every single year you, you restart, your results were determined by the actions that you put in previously. Your actions translates directly to your results. And you have to take responsibility for those actions as well. Yep. And it's very scary because there's no way you can like turn to anyone and say, oh, actually, it's your fault. Because at the end of the day, you know that your results are an outcome or your results are caused by the actions that you took throughout the year. Mm. And because of this lesson, I think that's the reason why you share with your mentee that consistency is key. And it's not about focusing on the very big, shiny object. It's not about MDRT. It's not about COT, not about TOT. But the things you do on a daily basis that actually brings you there. Exactly. And it's really about the daily things that you do that helps you to build a stronger heart, stronger mind to help you be a stronger person. I remember these quotes by a lot of my mentors sharing with me that they actually don't fear that whether or not I can hit my goals, but normally they actually fear the type of person I've become once I've achieved them. And personally, I've, I've experienced this air of complacency, especially after 2018, 
when I hit my first MDRT and that was when I, I thought that, oh, okay, lah, done already. I have enough income already. And that's where I actually saw my sales start to plummet as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jerry, actually, what's one good habit that you have sustained for the longest time and what was your method of sustaining it? I would say hydrating and drink, drinking a lot of water. Okay, that's an interesting habit. Why, why was that so important to okay, you? Okay, the reason why it is the most important habit to me, right? Because I, I do prioritize health. I agree. I, I myself prioritize health as well. Yeah, and I think we do need fluids or, or water to hydrate ourselves on a daily basis. Uh. So there are people that I've met who don't drink water at all. I have no idea how they sustain. That's crazy, man. I mean, based on like what I've read online, not drinking water is actually one of the most detrimental things you can do to your but health. But their water comes in different forms, like coffee, uh, coke. Is that even counted? Uh, I'm not too sure. But the reason why I mentioned that this is uh, how uh, this is one good habit is because, like just now I mentioned health, right? But how did I actually sustain it for the longest time? I think it was the very fact that I, I need to thank the Singapore Armed Forces for this. La. Because before every single meal or even before every exercise, right, we need to half full drink up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need to drink like 500 ml of water. So I think right now, I do have a water jug and a cup right beside me that's uh, 500 ml. So right. every single time when I drink water, I'll just, uh, I will just drink finish that, that cup. Lo. Okay. Yeah, but how do I actually sustain it to the day? It's about the mind share you have for the things that you want to do. Because a lot of people say that they want to build habits, but more often than not, these are things that they may not necessarily like to do, but they know that logically it is good for them. Okay. For example, I know I need to read a book, but will I read a book every single day? Not really. Mm-hmm. So it's about creating, I think you mentioned like an environment or rather a system that is systemized and automated in a, in a part of you. Okay. So for example, uh, when I first thing I wake up in the morning, I'll drink water. Because that's what you see in front of you, is it? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So other than optimizing your work environment, that, okay, there are a lot of other things. Like. So how do I actually sustain this habit per se? It's quite funny because I don't think about sustaining it. All right. It is just a part of me that has already been ingrained in my operating system in a way where I know I would just need to drink water every time. Long. Okay. Yeah, because how to be truly disciplined and how to be truly accountable to the things that you want to do on a daily basis is when it has been ingrained into a part of you where, where you have a very little mind share for it. I get what you mean. It's, it's kind of like removing the need to use willpower yeah, to actually yeah, accomplish the tasks that will build you towards the outcome and the goals that you mm, want, correct? That's right. But that is at the later stage. Lah. But at the very front, I think this is when you need to account to different people. You need the right people to set the right habits and, and, and in the right environment for you. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's, this is when most people then look for something called an accountability partner. Yeah, I, I myself do that or have that for myself, especially when it comes to fix-up appointments. Because remember just now when I shared with you how after 2018 hitting my my targets and my goals, I I started to relax. Mm -hmm. I realized that when you have somebody to account to on a regular basis, right, you can't run away from your lack of action or or your lack of not doing your habits. Mm, Yep. Precisely. Yeah. So I think for those people out there who wants to be, who, who are committed to their goal, I think you first, other than just committing to yourself, you need to commit to someone that you trust. In Keep check. you in check on a daily basis so that you are uh, actively moving towards the direction that you want. Lo. That outcome, la, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, I also believe in this saying, which is discipline equals freedom. Okay. 
I think it's very similar to what you mentioned just now, whereby if today you are able to create that system and that lifestyle, right, that supports you towards the outcome that you want, that's when you can really achieve true freedom. But a lot of times people will think, wow, if I come up with a system or like some sort of regime that they have to go through on a daily basis, it sounds very, very taxing or it just sounds very, very tiring. But in actual fact, if you go through the grind for maybe just one month, two months, three months and finally build that habit, it suddenly becomes effortless and you're working towards the goals that you originally wanted. Mm, yeah, precisely. So Jerry, you mentioned about accountability partner. Huh? Just wanted to ask, what would you say makes a good accountability partner then? There are a few qualities. I think number one, the accountability partner should be someone that you really trust. Number two is that you need to give the person uh, the permission to scold you or to call you out if you do not achieve, or rather you do not do the things that you set out on a daily basis. Makes sense. Yeah. And that's the, it brings back to the point one, the reason why this person is doing it is for your good intentions. Agreed. Yeah. But you know, la, when people score you, right, if if they were to rub it the wrong way, not, not, not many people can accept it unless there was a context set behind things. I agree, man. I, in fact, I would say that one other good tip that I would suggest would be for people to find accountability partners who are working towards the same goal as them as well. Yeah, so for our listeners out there, right, if you really want to start a good habit and you can't find anyone to be accountable to, feel free to let us know and we can be there for you guys as well. Yeah, so we put ourselves out there already. Huh? So if you guys don't find us, that is on you. It's not on me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep, if you guys want to get started, we have a couple of resources in the description of our podcast. And if you want to gain more perspectives as well, we'll definitely be putting in some book recommendations for you guys to choose from. And guys, John C. Maxwell once said, you never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. Thanks for staying all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope that today's episode has been of value to you. But remember, action compounds, so does inaction. You are the owner of your journey in life. Make that conscious effort to improve 1% every day starting today. So, what are you still doing here? Get out there, time to level up. If you love today's episode, leave us a review in the platform you're on. It will really help us by getting our message out there to those who desire to level up. Alright, see you in the next episode. Bye.